All right, there we go. So uh, I'm going to start off the show with some notes that I wrote. I was in a bit of a flow state coming out of my little workout and my meditation, my little reading session, and uh, had the inspiration for this episode on the way to work today, but then it really came to a point of clarity after I got done doing all that stuff, as you can imagine, sometimes things do. So this is what I wrote. I think it's going to set the stage real well. I'll read it to you now. We're returning to a place where where word of mouth matters. It's scalable, and it's an opportunity to disrupt any market while staying on budget. Spokespeople have always been effective. The snap lady the sprint slash rising guy, flow from progressive. And while they're effective because they're memorable, they're not scalable. And they still feel a little impersonal because, well, they're characters on a 30-second commercial. So in a world where word of mouth amplified is affordable, how can you leverage the approach of the big guys? Well. It appears we have arrived at the intersection of influencers. What the heck does an influencer have to do with out of home? Well, that's what we're here to talk about. Welcome to the Out of Home Insider Show. I'm Tim Rowe. We're bringing you tips, tricks, and insider insights how to make out of home work for your company. We've got a bunch of stats that are going to blow your mind today, but we're going to talk about a big concept first and foremost. Those thoughts there were uh, were to set the stage. Word of mouth, spokespeople, scalability. We've got access to things today that allow us to play a really heads up, smart type of advertising uh, scheme, if you will. So I'm going to take you through some statistics, some thoughts there. I want to start with a story. This weekend, I was uh, asked to speak on a panel to some really awesome college students who are part of an organization called Enactus. Many of y'all are familiar with Enactus. They do a bunch of great work. Um, for the students in the program, it's specifically geared towards more of a business-minded student. And the entire premise of the program is to take entrepreneurial action and act um, to help the communities in a social capacity. So I was there. It's a program I've been involved with since I was in college. And I was talking to one of the girls on the team from, uh, from my alma mater. And we started talking about a client of mine very indirectly and, and I said, Oh, Hey, have you been there yet? And it, it was, um, the restaurant boot hall place I said, have you been there yet? And she goes, no, I haven't, but I've been dying to go. I said, well, how'd you hear about it? Do you know someone that's been her answer? And I wish I could have had a damn tape recorder right there. She goes, no, I see it in the bill. I see it on the billboard on my way to class every day. Ah! So here's this 21 year old uh, college student, very proactive and, uh, and she's shouting out, out of home. But here's why all that matters. Here's why the premise, the setup matters. Here's why that story matters. Uh, American millennials, and we're sort of using a little bit of a generality here. Uh, millennials typically born 81 to 84. And then you've got like Gen Z, Gen Y right behind it. So I'm going to use millennials a little bit liberally here to talk about anyone born between 1981 and 1997. So let's cover that with millennials. Work with me here. But that age range represents $200 billion in annual buying power. Uh, Millennials, again, that all-encompassing, that makes up almost half 
of the consumer uh, of the consumption and they're the most influential consumers got a lot of sway right they've got a lot of influence we hear about all the time on social media and the news they're looking for very socially proactive companies and brands to align themselves with half of millennials half of millennials actively block ads online um just this year over 33 percent of television consumers will have canceled traditional pay tv and now over 90 percent of the u.s population listens to streaming radio in some capacity so how do you reach an incredibly important part of the market in terms of buying power and population how do you reach them when they're actively saying i want to block your ads and I will pay money to get out of the way of them on traditional uh, television and traditional radio. So how do you reach somebody who doesn't want to be reached but has what you want, which is their buying power? Well, good place to start is right here. Inspire them. 71% of those people expect brands to inspire them. Well, what the hell does that look like? How do I, I make widgets. How do I inspire people? We'll talk about that. We'll get there in a second. 65% of those people expect brands to support a life ambition. So wait a second, you're supposed to offer a brand that inspires them and also support a life ambition. What the hell? Uh, and 78% of brands expect to bring some sort of social change. That sounds like a big daunting thing. The fact of the matter is you're probably already doing all of those things in a way. It's just a matter of shaping and telling the story. And that's where influencers come into play. What's an influencer? An influencer is anybody that has access to an audience that you would like to get in front of. They have the trust of that audience and that audience could be anything. Um, you know what, you know, let's just take a live example here. Let's see, um, let's look for a brewery in Charlotte. So I'm gonna be bringing a couple of things up on my screen here. Uh, breweries in Charlotte, the old Mecklenburg Brewery in Charlotte, that looks like a good one to start off with. So all I'm doing, if I was the old Mecklenburg Brewery or whoever you are, whatever business you're with, there's lots of tools out there. There's a few platforms that you can just simply pay a subscription to or pay on a, on a, on a per influencer basis, a bunch of different models out there, but there's entire platforms that manage this whole thing for you. Um, but what I'm looking for real quick is just if there's gonna be a, a link to their social, social media, there's not, so I'm not gonna go crazy. But it's just the old-fashioned old fashioned way. The old-fashioned way, go right to Instagram and start looking for some of the hashtags that, that have to do with your business. So in this case, I'm going to look for craft brewery, hashtag craft brewery. And now I've, let's just pretend that I'm a brewery and I'm looking, for, uh, I'm looking for somebody to promote my beer. I know that if I can get it in front of these people that really love IPAs, that I could sell a whole bunch of them. So I'm gonna go through the Instagram page for that hashtag and I'm gonna start looking at posts and who has, who has posts with really high engagement and are they individual people? Are they brands? Who are they? So let me look at hashtags that are relevant to my business. Let me try to find that person local to me who has the influence with that audience. Um, when I was still strictly automotive focused, one of the ideas that, that I had had and presented a couple of dealers with, just looking for one to jump, just looking for one to bite at it. 
Um, let's say, let's say you are a Toyota store and you know that the Highlander does really well with women 35 to 44 who have a household income of over a hundred thousand. You sort of have a broad picture and there's obviously tons of more data and we can get super granular about that. But you know, generally that that's about who my audience is. It's that, it's that uh, more affluent, um, super active mom within my community. Well, just start looking for super active moms in your community on social media. Could you, could you for 400, 500 bucks a month, could you put that, that, uh, that local yoga super fit mom who has a full-time career and is raising three kids with an awesome family? Um, could you approach that person and say, hey, I'd like to give you a Toyota Highlander um, that you don't have to pay for? It's going to cost you, Mr. Dealer, four or five hundred bucks, or however all that stuff works. But um, I'm going to give you a Toyota Highlander, and all I'm asking you to do is three times a week. I just want you to post some sort of picture throughout the course of your day, whether it's getting groceries, whether it's unloading the kids at soccer practice. Take a picture, and uh, if you could, you know, just you know, use these hashtags. Make sure that uh, it's disclaimed as a as a paid post or whatever. How much influence could you buy? She's got 10,000 people and 3,500 of them that follow her are super loyal and 1,700 of them all live within 20 miles. And you know that 2% of the market's ever in the market for a car. And you start to back into this on a cost per car basis and you're going, holy crap, I'm giving away a Toyota Highlander for four or 500 bucks a month in exchange for some influence with this really key audience for me. And I'm selling two, three, four, five cars, and I've got something cool to talk about. I've got something that uniquely makes me different. And then maybe you find that influence for each vehicle or each of you know, the particular verticals in whatever space that you're in. Find those core key influencers in the markets that truly drive the change for your business. And there's all sorts of different ways that you can work with an influencer and, and all sorts of different financial arrangements that you can work out because, you know, we all have different needs and wants or whatever. The really cool part is at the local level, there's a lot of people that don't even realize they're influencers or they haven't found a way to monetize their local influence, which presents a huge opportunity for you as the local business owner where you can give somebody an opportunity to turn what they're doing into something that helps you grow your business and ultimately affords them some additional financial freedom. So how do you take all that? What the hell does it have to do without a home? This is what it has to do without a home. There's no bigger, listen, we can place ads on these things. Don't mind, I've got the, the prototypical cracked iPhone screen here thing going on. Uh, but we pay $10, $12, cost for thousands for an ad that makes up you know this much of this space here. Um, I can put you up on a billboard and make you 14 foot tall and 48 foot wide. And all of a sudden, you are larger than life. You want the fastest way to legitimize any person, product, offer, influencer. You want a, a quick way to legitimize them, put them up on a big old billboard. So that's the idea here. What type of business are you in? Who are the people that have influence with the core audiences that you would directly like to impact? The core audiences that I told you earlier are looking for you to drive that social impact, give them something to be excited and inspired about, and be given back to to the you know to social change, uh, if you will. If you can do that, if you can identify who those people are that have the influence with the audience that you want. Again, this is an audience with a ton, two hundred billion dollars 
with a buying power that doesn't want to be advertised to. They don't want to be marketed to. That's super tough. So how can we do it? It's with influencers. What would I do if I had an influencer in my stable, in my campaign? I would be putting them up on all my digital networks. So I would say take a take that path, go the influencer path, find a package of something that makes makes sense uh, for you. I think you'd find it's going to be more affordable than you probably thought it would be. And then create a ton of excitement around it. Put them up on that 14 by 48 digital network all over your area, but don't just do it on any old random unit that, uh, that your local outdoor operator says you should do. Make sure that they are partnered with a premium world-class super top notch data partner. There's some really great companies out there and they are using this stuff, mobile device ID data to tell us which outdoor locations index the highest against our target audience. How powerful is that? So again, I'm a local brewery and I'm trying to reach people that are interested in a particular type of beer. Well, I can go in and I can look for people that are interested in a particular type of beer. And then I can say, this is the network best designed to get in front of those types of people. And here's by how much this unit gets a hundred thousand impressions a week. And 32% of those impressions are on target with people interested in the types of beer that you have to offer. You've got your influencer up there and you're using digital the right way. So what is the right way? Well, let's talk about attention spans. There's often a lot of you know, criticism or conversation around how long should a rotation in a digital out-of-home display be? And they vary by operator. Um, for the most part, about eight seconds is the standard what we call flip. Um, and there's anywhere from six to eight advertisers in a rotation. That means throughout the course of the day, you're getting hundreds, if not thousands of spots or little commercials throughout the day. And it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect because that same millennial, that's all folks, stick with me. That same millennial audience has a super short time span, attention time, time span. Now that's sort of the good thing that's working to our advantage and also the downfall of of the small screen um, consumption of media and the way that we interact with the world. But the average millennial attention span, depending on who you ask, it's between eight and 12 seconds, which just happens to coincide with the flip of a digital billboard. In all, consumers spend more than 70% of, the, of their time out of the home, which means out of home continues to explode, especially as things like ad fraud, especially as things like more people blocking ads and moving to more paid services. Out of home is becoming a more and more important part. It's a great way to leverage a traditional influencer program while getting around some of the firewalls of digital advertising and taking a really larger than life look at being able to do a campaign like that. So how are some of the ways to best use a digital out of home campaign? Um, some things like I got some notes here. Day parting, day parting may be one of the most underutilized aspects of digital out of home. You could have a breakfast message if you are a coffee shop. Um, you could have a dinner message if you're a local diner and it's 6 p.m. and you're trying to get truck drivers to take a right at the next exit and come to your establishment. There's all sorts of different ways that you could use that day parting, day-to-day -day scheduling, within-day scheduling, unplanned scheduling. So 
Uh, you've got uh, – I just throw up some text. Um, maybe I'm just trying to think of unplanned scheduling could be something like maybe you just, uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Somebody fill in the blank. You're probably staring at the screen or listening to this going, uh, duh, this Tim, we could do this. So whatever that thing is that you're thinking of right now, you could do that too. So countdowns, countdowns are a lot of fun. That's a super engaging uh, way to use the platform, whether it's days, hours, minutes, uh, it could be to a new product launch. It could be to the unveil of your company with maybe some teaser messaging going on there. Social media, a large part of this conversation has been about social media influencers. So how can you use social media on your digital out of home? Well, you could come up with, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a frame that's got your influencer with some sort of pose or some sort of wacky pose. And then it ties in their pictures from the day um, or maybe some content from other people that like follow or engage with your influencer giveaways giveaways are a cool opportunity uh show the winner up there of your different giveaways car dealerships take pictures of your customers when you're delivering cars on a saturday you're just live streaming all day here's all the customers that we've helped today get new cars score display super cool i think this is a great opportunity sponsor uh local sports team, collegiate team, professional team, and just display the display the score. So as people are driving around, they're wondering what the heck the score is. Hey, today's score is brought to you by Tim's Toyota. Traffic, love this one. Traffic updates. As much as we don't like traffic and as much as uh, we try to avoid traffic, sometimes we're stuck in it and wondering, we're wondering how long it's going to be. The, the Department of Transportation does a great job of letting us know things like that. But it's a great advertising opportunity. You see it on TV. You see it on radio all the time, sponsoring the traffic uh, traffic update or some weather-related triggers. So those weather triggers could be a weather-type update thing, or it could be, hey, it's getting really hot, and I'm an HVAC. Uh, I'm an HVAC uh, service company. Just drawing a blank. It's late. It's like 930 or something like that. But uh, weather trigger, I'm HVAC. It's getting hot. You want to check your AC. It's getting cold. You want me to check your heat. It's somewhere in between. You should be getting maintenance. You can have all sorts of different weather triggers. Um, it, it's going to hail. So here's our roofing company. ton of different ways. Depending where you are in the country, you're going to know what those weather triggers are, what the things are that people are looking for uh, along the way. All of that. You can do all of that with your influencer. Pick out that influencer that gets you into the vertical that you've been trying to get into. Again, a ton of platforms out there. If you've got any questions on this stuff, again, I'm just trying to bring the information out to y'all. I'll make sure to put as much in the show notes as I can in terms of reference material, uh, cite some of the articles, studies, and, and whatnot that I've um, talked about here. If you got any questions, reach out. Shoot me a shoot me a message on the Facebooks, on the YouTubes, on wherever the heck you are consuming this. Super appreciate you tuning in. This is the Out of Home Insider Show, bringing you tips, tricks, and insider insights. If you have an awesome out of home story, we'd love to hear it. So drop me a line. Love to have you on the show, or just hear hear your feedback on what you're getting out of this. Um, a couple of you, I've put it down. A couple of you have asked. Um, offline what books i'm reading i'm always between books but reading ray dalio's principles and uh that is it's really been an awesome book ray dalio the uh, the founder of bridgewater um investments and it's his really life work it's really like a how-to manual of how to run a 
billion dollar investment fund, um, top to bottom. And then a man, Seth Godin, I typically do Seth like a page or two at a time because the stuff that he says is so profound. So we're flipping through the purple cow slowly along with principles. And uh, that's all I got for you today. We'll see you next time. I'm Tim Rowe. This is the At Home Insider Show.